Amen. Welcome somebody beside you. Let them make them feel welcome on this winter day. Amen. Hallelujah. Those of you who decide that the cold will not stop you from coming to the house of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are all welcome and you may be seated. Thank you, choir. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is excited to be in the house of God? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, our online viewers, you are welcome. Thank you for joining us from all over the world. Wherever you are watching, God bless you. And um, we know that today God will richly touch you in a special way. Keep connecting. Uh, for those of you who are in Johannesburg, it would have been better you were here. Yeah, it's better to be here. There is an atmosphere. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Do you have your Bibles tonight? I was instructed that uh, there will be load shedding by 8 o'clock. And I told them, I said, leave the generator alone. I will finish by force. <laughs> now that I know. <laughs> so... You all need to catch up with me when I start preaching. I'm going to preach so fast your head will swim. <laughs> uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12. Philippians 3 and verse 12. Ah, uh, praise God. How was your day? How was your day? Uh, you're not answering me. I said, how was your day? sure you had a great day amen my god i had a day that was filled with headache so much headache for fasting i said ah, ah it's as if today is the first time i fasted the devil is a liar amen he said not as though i had already attained either were made were already perfect but i follow after if that i may apprehend that for which i am or i which also i am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Next verse. Brethren, I count not myself to have what? Apprehended. I don't count myself as one who has achieved all that God has for me. But this one thing I do. Ah, somebody say one thing. There is one thing you must do. I said there is one thing you must do from today. He said this one thing I do. Forgetting those those things which are behind and reaching forth for those things which are before. Next verse. I press. Somebody holler, I press. Shout it one more time. I press. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Give me this in the message version. When I read it in the message, it blessed me. Oh boy. Message version. I am not saying that I have this all together, that I have made it, mm. but I am well on my way. Somebody say I'm on my way. Who is on their way to making it? Uh, you, don't, you, you don't sound like it. I say who is on their way to making it in life? Uh, that's more like it, amen. You must be excited. When the word of God is talking about you, you must be excited. Say amen to that. He said, but I am on my way, reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, 
don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I have got my eyes on the goal. Where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. <laughs> if that's all I read, I can close the same. Should we close? May the grace of our Lord Jesus. Okay, okay. <laughs> My God, somebody holler, I'm not turning back. I'm going to deal with this word called commitment. Commitment. You know, um, I, I, okay, let me not go ahead of myself. I, I want to, let me define what I, I've written here as commitment. Commitment is binding yourself or obligating yourself to accomplish a task or a divine goal. Commitment is binding yourself or obligating yourself to accomplishing a task or a divine goal. Commitment is binding and obligating yourself to accomplishing or achieving a task or a divine goal. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Number two, commitment is a state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. It's a state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. Um, you know, every message that I'm going to be preaching now, at least for the rest of this month, is just to charge us from what we got from the conference to commit to doing them. You see, I, like I said, you know, Pastor KG said something that I want to refer to again. I don't want to be attending conference after conference and nothing changes in my life. Are we together? You know, yesterday, uh, Keon, my son, returned from the United States after his first year in varsity. So he's on holiday. They are on summer holiday now. And we were sitting in, uh, in the dining, and um, so he was telling us about his experience in America with, um, you know, students. And so he, he said something that caught my attention. He says, you know, um, we were talking about, you know, the guys and girls in school who are just partying and, you know, and, and he says, you know, one of the things that actually made him not to really just look at these people and, and just not do anything with even a girl or like have any kind of friendship with any girl is, he says, when I listen to these people, they are empty. They are what? They are empty. Church, people are not committed to their life. <laughs> people are not committed. Many people want God to bless what they are not committed to. And, and that is one thing that God will never do. If you want God to bless anything you are doing, your commitment is required. A lot of people want to enter marriage with half commitment. People enter business with half commitment. Husband and wives, I mean, you are in a marriage and you are always thinking of quitting. That is a half commitment. And church, half committed people give birth to half committed children. My wife was looking at me and says, you know, the drive that Keon has for success in life is, is just unbelievable. Uh, he got it from somewhere. Uh, okay, no, amen. I sense jealousy in the house. 
<laughs> he got it from somewhere. People are not committed. And truly, church, if you are half committed to your marriage, husband, wife, your children will be half committed. This thing, stop shouting at your children. Your children took after you. You won't like me tonight. It's, that's the truth. We, we don't want full commitment. We don't want to commit to anything. The Bible says, listen, I am not looking back. Stop looking back. I'm committed to this thing. People make commitments and they are not serious with it. How do you just start something and halfway you want to quit? How? I am not looking. He said, I am not looking. Put back that scripture. Let's read it again one more time. Let's just read the message version quickly. Put it back for me quickly. Help me, sir. Help me. He says, I am not saying that I, I have all together, that I have made it, but I am well on my way. Somebody holler, I'm on my way. Be on your way somewhere. After this conference, be on your way somewhere. Be on your way to getting that company registered. Be on your way to get something done. Be on your way to accomplish that task. Be on your way. After this conference, everybody must have a goal that is far bigger than their, what they can imagine or think. Have set goals. What do I want to achieve? What am I going to do with all these things that I've heard? How can I live life with no results? How can my life be barren of results? Church, how can I look at my life and I, I have nothing that represents Christ? The Christ I'm modeling to people is not the one that they want. Church, let me tell you something. Jesus said, unless they see signs and wonders, they will not what? They will not believe. You see, this evangelism we are doing with no result is not, it's, it's not going to work. They need to see signs and wonders. They need to see your life achieve things that they can't achieve. Things that they, they are struggling to get. And then they will now say, okay, the God that made you achieve this. I want the same God. I want that grace on my life. Can I hear an amen, somebody? But it has to take commitment from us. It has to take us being committed to the cause that God has set us to do. Somebody say amen to that. I am committed. As a student, be committed. Right now, one of the things that I picked up from this conference is that you need to see, church, if you really want to do life outside of Babylon, you must be committed to a certain kind of friends. You must be, if you are a Daniel, you must have a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. People who are going where you are going, am I talking to believers? You see, church, you can't move with average people and become great. It's impossible. Say amen to that. You must change your circle of friends. If you still have Babylonian friends, people you hang around who are thinking Babylon, living Babylon, eating Babylon, drinking Babylon, smoking Babylon, you will never amount to greatness in the kingdom. You have to. You have to get your own Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Build relationship. You guys have seen me. You have watched me intentionally. Inten Somebody say intentionally. I'm intentional about my relationships. Very, extremely intentional. Intentional. I move with cutting-edge men in Africa today. Men who have the things that, I mean, where you look at and you say, wow. You have to be intentional. And be committed to it. Choose your friend. If you're a student here, listen. The first three 
best people in your class become their friend. You will be either number three or number four. By the time you know it, you will move to number one. But listen, if you are in a class and you move with the last three guys, they are always on the verge of crossing pass mark. How much is pass mark in South Africa? 40? Is it 50%? 40%. They've reduced it to 33. Is that government school or private school? No, you are talking government school. Let's talk to those who are attending schools that we understand. Private, who is attending private school here? What is pass mark? What? 60%. Hannah, what is pass mark? Huh? 40. You, all your friends, every friend you have, they have 41 or 40.5. They, they always cross by like this. Just they, you, beloved, I can promise you, you will, be, you will only be crossing at 42. If you want, this, this is how life works. You see, there is a reason why Daniel could operate outside of Babylon. Because he had three set of friends who were not, in, who were not operating with Babylonian system. And he chose these friends carefully. Even when he was in trouble, he ran to these friends. But so many of us, when we are in trouble, who do we run to? We run to people in Babylon. And you know what they will do? They will suggest Babylonian suggestions. You are a lady and the man you are going to run to to help you with finance is a man that wants to sleep with you. Guess what? What is he going to ask for? Hello? Why are you quiet tonight? Okay. People, listen, we got to be committed to the course of life. Commitment. There is too many people, and, and this is one of the problems I have with gifted people. There's so many gifted people who are not committed to their gift. If you're a gifted person, in fact, you, one of the things you need for your gift to find expression is commitment. Commitment that, listen, I will... I will commit to see this gift announced to the whole world. Are we together, church? Announced to the whole world. It's not everything. You, you know, you can't just do things halfway, haphazardly. Be committed to the best. Put your whole energy in it. God needs to see you put in your all. God needs to see you commit everything. God cannot bless a business you are half committed to. God cannot bless a career you are half committed to. God will not bless your result in school when you are half committed. Many students are more committed to TV, committed to TikTok, committed to Instagram than to commit to their studies. They have exam and they are on TikTok. You will not come out on top. Hello, church. You will not. Commitment. I'm committed to this thing and I must fulfill it. Somebody holler, I'm committed. Shout it out loud, I am committed. Commitment. I'm going to commit to everything that I've heard in this conference. Lord, I'm committed. I'm committed to achieve you. I'm sure by now you should have set goals. By the end of this year, there must be things you must achieve. There must be things that must be accomplished. There must be certain things that are, you have, after listening to everybody in this, you must create an environment. You know what dominion is? Dominion is creating your own environment outside of Babylon. That's dominion. Somebody holler dominion. 
dominion, you see, when God said to them, have dominion, it means that you create, you carve out your own environment. What is happening outside is not happening inside you. Oh, say amen. amen. That church, let's say for instance, we are inside this place. As it is, if it's raining outside, it's not supposed to be raining here. Are we together? That means that we have built an environment where even though it's raining outside of this building, we, we are not under that rain. That's what it, it is committing to dominate, creating out environment outside of Babylon. Because church, let me tell you, we cannot change their system. The only way we Christians, we can escape what they are doing is to build alternative systems. Are we together? What did I say you should build? Alternative systems. Build alternative schools. Build alternative hospitals. Build, if we must start building a church. This is the concept of kingdom builders. We need to start building, build our own hair salon. Build our own, everything our own. So that when you go in there, our values are displayed. You go into our bank, our values are displayed. You go into our hospitals, our values are displayed. Our values are displayed. Because they're not going to bring godly values into their system. Because they don't know God. But you and I know God. So we need to bring our value, create our own environment. We create our own environment. Church, listen to me. Every child of God is supposed to create his own world. Create your world outside of this world. Though you are in the world, you are not what? You are not of this world. Not that I have attained. I'm on my way. I'm on my way, but you must be on your way. There is no one that sits down and, and, and not be on their way and achieve anything. You must be on your way. What are you working on now after this conference? Is anybody here working on something? Church, I don't want you to keep just waking up, go to work, come back. I'm not saying quit your job, but work on something. Work on something. I was talking to one of my daughters. She came to me today, and I said, I said, uh, she, I was, we were talking about, you know, her gift. She says, I want to face this gift that God has given to me. I want to face it squarely. And I said to her, I said, and I said, okay. Um, she says, what I'm doing now is that I'm building capacity. Somebody say build capacity. Because church, you need to build capacity for opportunities that are coming. Many of us, the reason we lose opportunities is because we don't have capacity for it. You know, it is a dangerous thing for opportunity to come to you and you don't have what it takes to manage it. Where is your amen, church? The Bible said the race is not to the swift, neither bread to the wise, nor favor to men of skill, nor riches to men of understanding. But what happens to them? Time and chance. Time and chance. And everybody has this time and chance. It is time and opportunity. So what do you do with the time you have? Prepare for the chance. Prepare for what? The chance. When the chance comes, be ready. Be ready. There are many people that have received opportunities that they could not even know is an opportunity because in the time they had, they were not prepared. They were not prepared. Don't wait for things to fall on you and you are not ready for them. Are we together, church? You must build commitment. Commitment to life. Commitment to success. Are we together, church? I'm committed to succeed. I'm committed to make life happen. I don't want life to happen to me. Church of God, I'm telling you, I determined in my heart 
that I'm going to succeed in ministry. It was a determination. I know many people think that I'm just one cheese boy that, you know, happened. There, there was a preacher, one of my sons went to see him, and he says, ah, if, if I have the kind of money Apostle Felix has, I will also succeed in ministry. You know, people make all kinds of crazy excuses for failure. Money does not make ministry. Okay, let me talk to this side. Money does not make ministry. I had a son of mine years ago. You know, <laughs> he made his wife resign from her job, took her pension, and went to start a church. He bought chairs. After six months, it was him, his wife, and two of his children that were attending service. And then he ran back. Because he thought that once I have money, I buy chairs. Oh, people will start coming like they come to House of Treasures. Eh, eh. Money does not make ministry. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I, I know I'm talking to a set of people that think that money is everything. No, money is not everything. Are we together, church? Money is not everything. But you must be committed to the course of life. I am determined that I will succeed. I will succeed. What are the goals you have now that you must accomplish before the end of this year? I'm going to create my own environment. I'm going to build something. I'm going to start something. I will start this thing and see it succeed. I'm getting into business even while I'm working. I'm going to get into business slowly, register a business. Church, we are from a covenant lineage that all our fathers were not working. They were doing business. Okay. They were what? Abraham was what? Abraham was what? A businessman. Isaac was what? Jacob was what? Was Jacob working for Coca-Cola? There is nothing wrong with working, but start from there and don't end there. Because you can't, this thing we are talking about, you can't be a billionaire by working and earning a salary. As much as I love you to work and have a job, start from somewhere but don't end up there. You heard the, the, what Paul wrote. He said, I am on my way. Where am I? I'm on my way. While I'm working for Coca-Cola, I'm on my way. While I'm flipping burger in McDonald's, I'm on my way. I'm not going to stay in McDonald's forever. I'm not going to flip burger forever. A day is coming where I will be the CEO of the McDonald's. I will be sitting in my office and people are flipping my burger. Am I talking to somebody? That must be the mindset. It must be the mindset. We can't have this mindset of sitting and watching the word go past us. Beloved, the word is innovating every day. I mean, all this artificial intelligence now are just confusing people. Things are coming up that you need to catch up. And that's the word. And yet we are still sitting and waiting for them to control us. Why are we not the ones coming up with these things? Church, we have the, you know... I was listening to one of the messages of Excel. Apostle Grace said something. He said, listen, if you want to, if the people who the devil fears are people with the manifold wisdom of God. Somebody said the manifold. The manifold wisdom of God. The many-sided wisdom of God. What is God's wisdom? Where you operate as if you are not in this realm. Everything you do is supernatural. 
Everything you do is, people look at you and they wonder, who is this guy? You're running a business, you're running a traveling agency, they're wondering, who is this guy? You're running a, 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 a food outlet, who is this woman? Whatever you are doing is outstanding. It's just supernatural. Nobody can figure you out. That's what I'm talking about. But it takes a commitment. It takes a commitment. I'm committed that I will not fail in life. I'm committed. I'm committed that I will enjoy the best of life. I told you that I made up my mind that this nation will never control my, what I earn. No, the economy will not control what I earn. The people will not control what I earn. I asked God a question when he called me into ministry. And he told me to drop my business. I said, Lord, who pays me? And he referred me to a scripture. When I, the scripture, I think is in uh, Luke, Luke what? I've forgotten now. But he says, when I sent thee, did you lack anything? That was it. And he told me that my supply is from heaven. I should never look on anybody for supply. Say amen, church. Are we together, church? See, you must be committed to this thing. Committed. I'm not saying that it's, 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 don't get a job, don't work. But while you are there, God sent you there as an apprentice. You are working, you are thinking, how do I own this machine? How can I get this machine? Where did they import this machine from? Let me call China. Let me talk to some guy in Guangzhou. Uh, bro, listen man, there is a machine I work with in my office. And, and I see it was bought from you. How can I get it? Can we come to some form of agreement? Can I pay you little by little? Can I, you know, just negotiate something? You know, I told you, church, you never can tell what God will do when you come out of the boat. You can't, you can't tell what God will do when you throw your net to the deep side. You can't tell what God will do. But just do something. I'm on my way. I am on my way. But there is no turning back for me. I got married, there is no turning back. I'm, I, I, since I got married now, this is seven months, I've never thought of leaving my wife. For what? To where? To who? Every day you are tired. You can't commit to something and follow to the end. That's not how to win. We win by staying dead. This marriage, me and you will die here. You can be the most crazy human being in the world. Me and you, we will make it work by fire. It was Creflo Dollar that was saying, he said one day his wife, when they just got married, after a few days, his wife started, no, was it Creflo Dollar? His wife started packing her bag to go. As she was packing her bag, him also, he took a bag and started packing. <laughs> And then the woman asked, asked him, where are you going? He said, no, anywhere you are going, I'm going to. <laughs> Every day you are packing your bag to go where? Amen, somebody. Somebody say, I'm committed. Commitment. You know, church, we preach this thing. As simple as this message is, some people today need to make up their mind that I'm committed to this cause. I mean, church, we look at, you know, many people come to church. They say, I serve God. I'm committed to God. Committed how? What are you doing for God? This is a God you pray to. He says, tithe. You don't tithe. And you, every morning you wake up, shando koko. Oko koko. Kaku, kaku, kaka, kaka, kaka. 
and God is looking at you like this. This guy is very dramatic. <laughs> Extremely dramatic. What kind of drama is this? This guy is worse than African magic. Are we together? Because that's not how he operates. It's a two-way commitment. Are we together, church? It's a two-way commitment. He said, those that honor me will I honor. He said, but those that despise me, I will likely esteem. If you don't honor God, he will likely esteem you. How do you serve a God that you are not committed to? You are not. Many Christians are not committed to God. We say we are Christians, we come to church, but there is no commitment to God. We don't wake up, we don't fellowship with him, we don't read our word, the word, we don't, we don't acquaint ourselves with him, we can hear his voice. We, how are you going to succeed? I told you that your success is not in what you do, your success is in the word of God. Your success is in the voice of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit knows where the world is. He knows what to do. He knows what to say to you. And if you can hear him, you will, your life will completely change. So it takes commitment. I am committed to God. Lord, I want to hear you. Lord, show me the way. What is the way out of this situation? How can I get out of this? This thing is choking me. Holy Spirit, help me. Speak to me. I'm willing to make all the necessary adjustments. I'm willing to make changes. Church, you can listen to me. You know, many of us get into things and, and expect to remain the same. Apostle, you know, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Nobody can change me. You can't, you can't live life like that. What do you mean nobody can change you? Listen to me. Marriage will change you. I mean, even just getting a dog a pet, chihuahua, will change the way you arrange your life in the house. Hello, church. A simple chihuahua will change your destiny at home. Are we together? You can't just put things everywhere. You can't, there are certain things you can't just keep around or lay around because you have another, a pet at home. And then you expect to get married and nothing changes? I don't want to change. I am the same, the way I am. No, you have to change. Say amen, somebody. Another person is in your life. You're living in the same room. You used to come back, remove your clothes, fling your trouser here, fling your underwear here, fling your bra there. No, you can't do it. There's somebody else in the house. Some of you are laughing. You, are, you know yourself. Are we together? Somebody else has been added to your life. You, can't, you have to make the necessary adjustments. When God comes into your life, change some things. You can't live the way you were living. Are we together? That's why I'm thinking, listen, after this conference, make adjustments. I can't hear the messages I heard and remain the same. I need to make necessary adjustments. Everybody is talking about me being a kingdom builder, coming out of Babylon. How do I make things happen? What can I do? What should I do? Lord, what are the adjustments I need to make? Do I need attitude adjustment? Because some of us, our attitude are bad. He said, let this mind be in you, which was us, oh what? In Christ Jesus, who even though he was God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But he took upon himself the form of a servant and made himself of no reputation. Somebody say no reputation. He humbled himself. Some of us, our attitude is what is driving people away from us. The people that should bless you because of your bad attitude. No character. 
You don't know how to answer people. You can't talk to people. Church, let me tell you, one of the greatest assets that God will give you as a human being is relationships. And if you are the kind of person that play with relationships, you will not go forward. I promise you, you will not go forward. The people God will bring into your life will help you. They will help you attain certain things. They, I'm telling you, church, your attitude, humble attitude. Many people have despised their character. They think, uh, uh, no, people should accept me the way I am. No, nobody will accept you the way you are. Change. Change. Apostle, my family, we are, we are fiery like, like we are like rattlesnake. My friend, if any man be in Christ, what happens? He's a new creature. You are not a rattlesnake. That's how you are. Your husband comes back from work. Like Chihuahua that they didn't feed for three weeks. Man, come on now. Are we together, church? No, change. Change. Patience. Not everybody will operate like you. Not everybody will do things like you. Somebody holla commitment. Somebody shout commitment. I am committed to a glorious destiny. This is a generation that wants everything but give back nothing. A generation that wants everything but give back nothing. You can't, you can't live life like that. You want everything everything to you but you want to give back nothing no you want to come to church ah tonight you know the message apostle Phyllis preached what a very simple casual message look at you I will call you here to come and preach are we together you know that message is so simple I thought it will bring one revelation from heaven the ones I'm preaching you have not done you want new revelation I'm not giving you new revelation in fact, maybe I will go back to all my old notes and start preaching old things. So that you can, because it seems like people are not getting this thing. Pastors, we keep dishing out new things every day, new things, new things. And the old things we have preached, nobody has done them. They have not done them. What are your goals after this conference? What do I want to achieve? Some of you need to look at yourself and say, okay, what talents has God given me? What is it that I'm not using? Is there anything in my life that I'm not using? What is it that I need to start using now? I'm telling you, church, there is so much. There is so much God that is, God is kept out there for you. It only takes commitment to get there. It takes commitment. It takes commitment. You don't just wake up one day and say, you know, um, you know th this is one of the reasons why we have so many failures, especially among us blacks. I'm, you know, I don't talk down on people, but listen, among our color, we just think we are so entitled. We are so entitled in church. Listen, nobody owes you anything. President Cyril Ramaphosa doesn't owe you anything. Say amen to that. South Africa owes you nothing. Say amen to that. Don't be entitled. Don't be entitled, church. You have the opportunity, same opportunity that everybody else have. Same opportunities. Look at the Ethiopians. The Ethiopians have taken over Bree Street. They've bought buildings. Buildings, I'm talking 10 floors, bought by Ethiopians. And we are sitting and saying, you know, these foreigners, this, nobody took your place. 
You better wake up. No foreign, nobody can take your place in destiny. What God has for you is for you. It's just until you rise up and get it. Until you rise up and get it. People are buying up buildings. And we are sitting and waiting for things to happen. Lord, I'm waiting. Lord, I'm believing you. No, stop believing. It's time to take action. One of the, one of the acid tests of commitment is action. It's the action you take. I'm taking action. Because commitment is not talk. There are many people who have committed, oh, uh, they come here. They look at, well, you know when people are committing to marry and they start crying. Ah, Jesus. You know, I just look and I'm, I'm hoping, I say, Lord, this cry, may it continue like this. <laughs> I love you. I will die with you. I will live with you forever. One month later, Daddy, he's a stupid man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him anymore. What? You made commitment on the altar. Stick to it. You committed. I am committed to pastoring you come hell or high waters. I have come to the altar sick many times. I'm talking, oh boy. There was a day I... This one I could not stand. I still remember that day as if it's fresh. We were in Taba. I don't know what happened to my back, my waist. I couldn't straighten up. Satan just put, chained my waist and put bad luck. I'm telling you, I got out of bed. I shouted. My late wife said to me, listen, you will preach tonight. He said, even if ambulance have to take you, he will take you. Beloved, how I got into the car and we got to Taba that day. We were still in Taba then. And Pastor Colin was leading praise and worship. Hey. I'm saying, God, let this praise and worship not finish. Pastor Colin finished praise and worship. I stood up, took the mic. As I began to preach in less than 10 minutes, that devil, the padlock he put on my waist, just unlocked and it's just snapped and I became well instanter. Church, you don't know it's commitment. Look at your neighbor say commitment. Some of you, rain will make you not come to church. Rain will make you not go for business meeting. Apostle, it was raining. What? Go with your wet self. That's commitment. Go with your wet self. Commit to it. I am not backing out of this thing. Lord, I'm not backing out. I must succeed in this thing I'm doing. I must succeed. I will pray. I will believe God. I will commit to it. I will do whatever it takes to be successful in this. Somebody say, I'm committed to my success. Oh, say it like you are serious. I'm committed to my success. Church, there is nothing in this life that is great or that is great that is cheap. You must make a commitment to succeed. Listen, every great person you see committed to becoming great. There is nobody that becomes great by accident. No, there is no one I know, no one I know that became anything and we're not committed to it. You must be committed. You must be committed. That's why when you go to places like Rolls Royce or Bentley, 
They don't, you, you don't go to Rolls Royce and, and they say we have special. Rolls Royce doesn't have special. Say amen. amen. Now, let me shock you. Your life is like Rolls Royce in the spirit. Amen. Don't make your life on sale. Because a lack of commitment will put you on, on special. I'm telling you, church, a lack of commitment. Today, before you invite me now, you will think twice. You have to think. People call, what are the requirements to invite me? Because I'm, they can see this guy is Rolls Royce. Amen, somebody. Are we together, church? No, put your life in that pedestal. It, I mean, every time you go to Hyundai, I, I live, I used to live where close to a place where they had Hyundai, Renault, and all those. They put up big banner on special. Go to Rolls Royce. There is no special. A Bentley. Uh, are you guys on special? What? They will use police to escort you out. There's <laughs> no special in Bentley. Amen, somebody. And a lack of commitment will make your life on sale. Don't put your life on sale. Are we together, church? Commit to it. Let people see you that you are committed to your business. You get there 8 o'clock. If you say your business starts 8 o'clock, get there 8 o'clock. The office is open. The church has started. There are people that, churches you go to, I went to, we went, where is the, the protocol? I don't know if the King Francis is in church. We went to preach in a church. I'm telling you, church, the man of God gave me 6.30. It's a conference. I'm the guest speaker. I got there. He arrived by 8. And he's wondering why he's not successful. He arrived by 8. Even the King Francis said to me, Dad, let's just leave. And for some reason, I just told myself, I was so calm. I waited. I sat and waited for him to arrive. I sat there. I wanted to watch this guy look me in the face. He made me, he told me, service, I, they will hand over mic to me quarter to seven. I should arrive what time? Half past six. The guy showed up in his own church at eight o'clock. Is the King Francis in church. Who went with us to Boyson's? Is there any protocol that went with us? All the people in protocol are new. Oh, Jesus. But I remember the King Francis drove me that day. It, just unbelievable. How do you succeed? You can't pastor a successful ministry like that. No commitment. If your office starts at 8, let people see you there. If you tell people, I'm going to be there 4 p.m. to do things, something for you, be there at 4 p.m. Say amen to that. Are we together, church? People must find you committed. Church, we cannot achieve success without commitment. We can't. There's a lack of commitment in this generation. This generation doesn't want to commit to anything. You, you look at somebody at the age of 20. He has had five jobs. How did you get there? He changes job every week. Every week. No commitment to something. You can't learn like that. Are we together? You can't learn like that. I have worked. I've worked in two companies before I started Kengo Properties. When I got into the property business, where the property company where I was working, I was, listen, I was committed. I learned everything. I was, I made sure that I learned every detail about property. I did my NQF4. It was when I became a principal, I did NQF5. Just studied. Let's see how these things work. I went to uh, some real estate uh, 
you know, conference in, in the U.S., I bought a book, The Billionaire or Millionaire Real Estate Agents. I read this book. Man, I studied. These are guys who have achieved great things in, in the real estate. Then I went to a school in Midran, Tino Streetham School of uh, uh, Real Estate. Studied for a year. Because I wanted to, I, man, I wanted to be the best. Anything I do, I want to be the best. Say amen, somebody. And that must be your goal. Be the best in everything you do. Let your salon be the best. If you are a doctor, be the best. If you are a pilot, be the best. Say amen, somebody. Be the best. That's why I'm saying to you that, you know, for those of you who finish school, I, I personally believe that, you know, if you finish school, find yourself under a practice where you can maybe work for a year. Don't just start a business. Because you need to learn the art of managing people. Are we together, church? Don't, it's only Christians that, you know, especially particularly the five-fold ministry. You know, one of the things I hear is, apostles have been called. They didn't serve anyone. They go start a church. You will fail. I, there is, it's not signs and wonders. You are going to fail. You need to serve under someone. Serve under someone. That's why today many people don't want to serve. They want to go to Bible school and put collar. I'm a prophet. I'm an apostle. It doesn't work like that. No. Serve under someone. Learn some things. Learn to manage people. Learn. There is no one that comes out and says, I've been called to be a pilot and gets into the cockpit. Will you enter that plane? No, they have to go through school. You meet a doctor and say, listen, I had a dream last night. I was doing surgery. In the dream. That's only in the dream. Are we together? And then you wake up and you say, now you carry, is this stethoscope they call it? And wear white gown. Put there, Dr. Sibongile. <laughs> and get into Morbatten Hospital. And say, now I'm ready to do surgery. How many of you know you, you'll be a quack, there's something called quack doctor? No, that's not how it works. Learn the practice. Learn. Every day you learn. Learn the art. While your boss is doing what he's doing, watch him. Every move he makes, watch him. I used to listen to how my boss talks to clients when I was in the property business. I watch her talk to clients. How she relates to clients. How she talks. You know? In fact, that, that couple so inspired me that everything they did, I wanted to do. It's just unfortunate that today they are divorced. I'm telling you, I watched them, successful business couple. They were running business together. Everything they did together. That's why I learned it now where I'm in ministry. My wife is in ministry with me. We do things together. She comes now, she's running the office as, you know, as head of admin. Everything in the office. Me, I found rest. I don't even deal with the staff, nothing. If you come to me, you have a problem, I'll say, hey, Ufunani, go and meet who is in charge. I am not an, I don't administrate. No. My own is to read Bible and pray. If you come, you say a demon is trouble. Hey, kabosha. <laughs> we eat the demon. Amen, somebody. We fry the demon and get the demon out so that your life can move forward. You come and you say there is a generational. Hey, we deal with the generational curse. Don't come to me and say, you know, uh, Apostle, this file is missing. Which file? 
I don't even know what file is there in the office. Are we together, church? Stay in your lane. Look at your neighbor say, stay in your lane. Specialize in your lane and stay there. If you notice, everybody that specializes, I mean, you have doctors in medicine. That's MBBS. But the moment you want to specialize, there is nobody that has doctorate in medicine. They have doctorate. Some people have doctorate in uh, optometry. Well, eyes. It's optometrist. Some people have doctorate in heart surgery. Some people have doctorate in, they specialize in different things, gynecology. Some people have doctorate in, what's the ones that deal with little children? Pediatrician. So you specialize. Stick to one lane and pursue it. What is the area that God has gifted me? Stick to it, pursue it. Get your doctorate in it. Be the best in it. Get out there and let everybody know that I am the man. You, in this area, there is nobody else to look at. You want to find me, come to House of Treasures. I'm there every Sunday. I'm there every Wednesday. But I'm the man in this area. I'm in charge. I'm in charge. That means when you are sitting here, people are calling you. When are you finishing service? We need your services. Say amen, somebody. Not that they can find alternative. How rare you are will determine how much you earn. Say amen to that. How rare you are. Be rare. There's a reason why helpers don't earn the same money as doctors. Because of their, whatever they do. The one saves life. The one only cleans kitchen. Are we together? So if you want to get better, do, you need to specialize. Say amen. So you don't become jack of all trade. I know what I'm called to do. Today people call me, they say, we know you have the grace of finance. They, when they have, you know, one day, one guy called me from Ghana. He says, listen, man, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. I went to preach so for this guy, and I finished preaching for him. So I told him that I want to have a finance convention, like conference for, you know, business people, finance, and all that. And he says, this man recommended you. He said to me, listen, there is a guy I know from South Africa. The guy has unusual grace in this area. That's it. I specialize in that. If you are broke, come to me. All you that are broke and are heavy laden, I will deliver you from being broke in the name of Jesus. Say amen to that. Are we together? Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. There are some people, their own, you find all they do is deliverance. They just, you know, when they... You know, is it that I don't do deliverance? I do. I do. But I know where my grace is. I know where my grace is operational. That is, I specialize in that one. That one, God gave it to me. He gave it to me. That's why if you are around me and you are broke for a long time, eh -eh, your heart is not correct. That one I know. Check, we need to do surgery in your heart. Your heart is not correct. If you are connected to me truly, eh -eh, after one year, something must change. You are committed to this church. You are a tighter. You are faithful. You are serving God. You love God. You are not living a Christian in church and living like a demon outside. No. The moment you are committed, something must change. It must, something will shift. A door will open. An opportunity will show up. Something in your life must rearrange in the area of finance. It must. 
because it's a grace that is operational in this ministry. It's undeniable. Say amen to that. It's undeniable. Are we together, church? Somebody say, I'm committed. Shout it out loud. Say, I'm committed. Amen. Our order of commitment. Let me finish that in five minutes. Number one, commitment to God. Somebody say, commitment to God. Say it out loud. Commitment to God. Please be committed to God. Be committed to your fellowship with God. Wake up every morning. Have fellowship with Him. Do your morning devotion. Have time to spend with Him before you leave home. Even, I don't care if it's 10 minutes. Listen, I, you know what? A lot of times, I, I know I advocate long prayers, but so many of us don't have the luxury of long prayers every day. And I don't want to make you feel guilty because you don't have the time to do long prayers. I don't, if it's 10 minutes, set that time, 15 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, spend time with God. Say amen, somebody. Somebody shout commitment to God. Number two, commitment to your family. Say commitment to family. Commitment to your family. Be committed to your family. Commit to your family. Commit to spending time with your children, with your wife, your husband. Commitment to family. These are the days when we neglect our families. We neglect our families. Many men pursue money to the detriment of their families. They are all over the place. You leave home at 6 in the morning and come back 11 p.m. That mammon is leading you. Say amen, church. No, that's not how to pursue money. Today we have left our children to be trained by teachers. Listen, there is no teacher that will bring up your children for you. You will bring them up in the way of the Lord. The Bible didn't say let the teachers bring up your children in the way of the Lord so that when they go, they will not depart from you. bring up your children. You bring them up. Commitment to family. I'm committed to my husband. I'm committed to my wife. I'm committed to my children. I'm committed to making sure that my family is in peace. You can't be the one bringing war in your home every day. No. Somebody say commitment to family. Number three, commitment to church. Commitment to church. I'm not going to talk to you guys because you guys are commitment. Those of you who are sitting at home, commit to a church. Commit to a church. I've seen, just after COVID, many people say, I'm no longer going to church. I will watch online. There is nothing like online church. Say Amen. Online is meant if you are not in town and you want to watch your services, you watch. But if you are in town, you are supposed to be in the house of God. You cannot replace that. There is nothing that will replace God's people gathering. No, nothing. How good and pleasant it is for brethren to do what? Dwell together in unity. He said those that are, those that are committed to God speak often one to another and the Lord held them. He hearkened unto them. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Especially as you see the day approaching. Don't forsake the assembling of yourself. Commit to God. Commit to his house. Commit to church. I would be in church come hell or high waters. There is nothing that will make me miss church. Nothing. I don't put business meetings during service. No. The Muslims don't do that. That's why they are successful in what they are doing. There is nothing you will do to get a Muslim. I'm, I'm telling you, there is a church in, in not a church now, a, a shop in, in Mall of the South called Al Capone. I, I buy my jeans from there. Is it Al Capone? Is that the name? Yeah. 
I mean, on Friday, is it 12 for 1? They are closed for one hour. Inside the mall, they are closed. They tell all the Christian staff, go and hang around in the mall. They close their door and go to church. Christians don't do that. Beloved, if you have a job that you are working on Sunday, look for another one. Can't be working every day. You don't have time for God. That's mammon leading you. Mammon is directing your life. You must make time out for God. Say amen. amen. Beloved, God gives you the air you breathe. Church, listen. <laughs> you know, my experience with my late wife taught me a lot. I learned so much just from the time that she went through the ordeal before she went to glory. Church, we bought oxy, is it oxygen machine? So, Kion, you remember that? Big oxygen machine for her to breathe. And she would put this machine. Now, church, <laughs> she has to use this machine. If you know how much we pay for oxygen, you, right now, you are breathing without machine. God is giving you free oxygen. And you don't value it. Uh, oh, I am a doctor. My friend, who gave you life? I have a degree. Who gave you the air you are breathing? Church, you, you see, some of you don't wait till you get into trouble to learn. <laughs> oh, man. Some of us have learned that if it had not been for the Lord, which was on our side, where would that be today? Am I talking to somebody? I know that if God is not on my side, the devil would have killed me a billion times. A billion times. So what do I do? I honor him. And David said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us come to the house of God. Commitment to God's house. Commitment to serving him. Serve him with your time. Don't sit in church and do nothing. Find a place to commit to. Find a department. Church, the people that are singing in the choir may not be the best singers in this church. But they are the most committed. Because it takes commitment for them to stand here. They have to come on a Thursday, do practice till 9 p.m., 9.30. During the conference, they were practicing almost the whole week. It takes commitment to serve God. But no, you don't want to commit because you're too important. Church, if you are, in fact, if God has raised you, the higher you go, the more humble you should become. If you are a millionaire in this church, you should be in the sanctuary keeping, cleaning. Do something more. You know those years when we joined Rema Bible School? This is what they do. You know, I saw billionaires, millionaires cleaning toilets. They used to assign us to clean toilets on Sundays. That's when I discovered that many Christians don't eat well on Saturday evening. Because when you get into the toilet, yeah, you will know. Church, the more God takes you higher, the lower you bring yourself. And say, God, I am not where I am because I'm important. Because I studied. I am here because Paul said I am what I am by what? The grace of God. It is you that made me so. You brought me here because of your grace. I am not doing this because I am too intelligent, I'm too wise. It is God that has made me. It is God. So commitment to God. And then number two, number four, sorry. Commit to your friends. Commit. Send message to each other. I love you, my brother. 
You know, I love you, my friend. Commit to your friends. Have good quality friends. Don't have non-entities. Amen, somebody? Some of you need to delete some people from your phone tonight. Have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. People that when you are in trouble, you can go to them and say, guys, let's hold hands and pray. Are we together? Not people you gossip with. Say amen. And then, lastly, commitment to helping others. Commitment to helping somebody else. Find in your heart to commit to help somebody else. Help somebody start something. Help somebody grow. Help somebody achieve their goal. Help somebody. Help someone else. And whatever you do, make sure you lend a helping hand to someone. Listen, we are not called to just be people that achieve on our own. We are called to make sure that others achieve through us. Yes, we pray that God will give us vision, destiny, help us. But you also become a destiny helper. Become a destiny. Let it be that somebody said, since the day I met Apostle Felix, everything in my life changed. He helped me with this. He helped me with that. He helped me achieve this. He helped me achieve that. He helped me. He connected me to this. He helped me to do that. Are we together? Church, you must be committed. Commitment. And if you commit to these six things, I promise you, whether the devil likes it or not, even if they release all the witches in hell to you, you will succeed in life. Commitment to God, number one. Number two, commitment to your family. Build healthy homes, good marriages, quality. We want quality marriages in church. Let people see you and say, I want to be like this couple. Are we together, church? Commitment to your family. Number three, what other one? Commitment to church. Commitment to church. If you are not serving in this church now, after today, when is the next foundation class? 20th. Make sure you are here. Saturday morning, 20th, come here at 10 o'clock. I don't care who you are, just come and get committed. Because God is waiting for your commitment to unlock certain things. Certain things will be unlocked as soon as you're committed to serving God. Get committed. The house of God is not just a place where we gather to worship. It's his house. It's God's house. God's mind is always on this place because this is where his people gather to worship him. Say amen, somebody. He told Moses, he said, tell the children of Israel that they raise an offering. Exodus 25, I think, verse 2 or 3. He said, let them raise an offering, collect offering from them, and build me a house that I may dwell among them. Because the moment they are able to get me a house, I will live with them. I will abide. That means my heart is always there in my house. Are we together? So commit to the house of God. Commit to serving. Commit with your money. Be a tither. Amen, somebody. I love what Apostle Gray said. He said, People want to become, they want to do big things for God when something as little as 10% of your income you can't give to God. How will he trust you? How will he, a day will come when he, that thing that you have been neglecting, you will find out how important it is. I'm telling you, get committed. What's the fourth thing as we round up? Commitment to your work. If you are a businessman, be committed in your business. Commit to your clients. Commit if you are in school. Commit to your academics. Men, determine that you will come out tops. 
come out tops in your education. Man, come out tops. I, I, I don't know how to fail. Say amen. I don't know how to fail because I'm committed. I told you guys that I passed matric from grade, is it grade 11? Yeah. When is matric? Grade 12. I passed matric from grade 11 because I was, I was committed. When I did matric, I had, I, I, I don't know, Kion, if I've showed you my, my uh, I had six distinctions. One of them is mathematics and physics. Six distinctions. Some of you run from maths. That one is my, yeah. Amen, somebody? But you study. Study to show yourself approved. Be committed to your education. Let me tell you, church, what if you play with your school, it will tell in your future. <laughs> Say amen. People wonder that they bunk school and become non-entities in their future. No, you shouldn't be surprised. Commit to your education. Commit to your job. Commit to your work. You should be the best staff in that company. Wherever you work, when they talk about anyone, if they want to give award in any company you work, the award should go to you. Say amen, church. And then what's the other one? Commitment to your friends. Make good friends. Church, make good friends. Make good friends. I have quality friends. I'm telling you. All them Apostle Joshua. I have quality. Man, look at the kind of friends your pastor has. Man, build good friends. Oh. Build good friends. When my late wife passed, if I tell you how much Joshua Selman sent to me for the funeral, that's quality friends. Not that you have friends that run from you when you are in trouble. Say amen. Quality friends. These guys have decided and I pursued them. I pursued quality. You saw how I pursued Apostle Grace. Now today, we are five and six. Are we together? We are what? Five and six. There's another man now in, in uh, Ethiopia. He's having a meeting. In fact, they're using our hall for their meeting. Is it, when is he choose? This Friday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That man in Ethiopia gathers four million people in one service. Four million. You see, human beings, your head will correct. Those are the cutting edge. Man, connect to the right people. He asked me to minister for him on Friday. So if I were you, be here on Friday. I'm preaching. Amen. Church, listen. They having, he's doing his, he wants to do a conference in South Africa and they want to use our hall. But he asked me, he said, please, can you minister on Friday? Church, listen to me. This thing is commitment. Commit to friends. When you have such level of relationships, your life is secured. I know that I'm not in this thing alone. When they wanted, they were, there was a, a, a report that came out that they wanted to come and close House of Treasures that uh, I preached about homosexuals. <laughs> I called my friends. I called Joshua Selman, Apostle Joshua. I said, Apostle, this is what we are going through. He said, let us, I will go into prayer. I will tell my intercessors. I called Apostle Arome. They went into intercession. I called my spiritual father. That one, he didn't even say I would tell intercessors. I just said, Goo -gaga, I, got Goo -gaga. I speak confusion in their midst. Hey, Jesus. I even started feeling sorry for them. <laughs> the way he said it. Amen, somebody. 
have good quality friends. Say amen. amen. Some of you, all your friends are people who are going nowhere. No, remove them from your find good friends. Amen. Church, you are watching me do this thing every day. Find good friends. Those who have achieved, humble yourself. Humble. Apostle Grace is how old? He said his age from the altar. How old? How old? He said it from here. You didn't listen. How old is he? 38 years. I am 52. I'm pursuing him. Humble yourself. All these, you know, I'm 60. Methuselah. You are, my friend. I'm the oldest in the Bible. With what, what achievement? With what achievement? Humble yourself. Even if you are Methuselah, humble yourself. If you see those carrying this thing, go meet them. He said, go to them that sell and buy for yourself. When he was talking about the five virgins, go to them that sell and buy for yourself. You need to go to them that sell. I am a pursuer of grace. First time I heard Apostle Joshua Selman, I said, who in the world is this guy? And I happened to know the church where he was preaching. I called that man of God. I said, my friend, there is a guy that preached for you. His name is Apostle Joshua. I said, I want him. That was it. And that's how he got here. We now like this. Apostle Arome, same thing. I heard him the first time. I said, man, who the, man, that's it. I heard Grace, Apostle Grace Lubega this January. I said this, I told you guys, I came here. After I listened to him, the next week, I came, was it the, the same week? I told you there's a guy I heard, I need him here. And now he's here. And here we have become, you know, that's how it is. You build these good friends, quality friends. Quality friends. Men that matter. I'm not ready to run with people who, are, who don't want to go anywhere. If you are not ready to be an achiever, I'm not, I know. I need people that are doing greater things than me. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. I'm telling you, I took Apostle Grace out for dinner. He finished where he, I'm, I, I went with my Range Rover. I, when we finished eating, as he got, I dropped him by the hotel. When he finished, he left the, my car. I went to sit on that side. I said, Father, his bomb bomb sat here. Whatever he carries, let my bomb bomb carry it now. Immediately. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Oh, baby, I'm, you are too proud. That's why you can't get anything. If you need to get this thing, you must humble yourself. Humble yourself. When you see somebody that is doing what you are not doing, men, I don't care if they are five years old. Humble yourself. Say amen. This is one of the things that are killing Christians. They see somebody who has achieved what they have not achieved. And you don't want to humble yourself to say, let me go to this guy. Beloved, if you are married for 60 years and you and your husband are always fighting, if you find a five-year-old couple married for five years that are in peace, every time they leave church, they hold hands. Go to them and say, please, can you agree with us? Agree with us. We don't know where this tension is coming from, but we can see there is a grace on your life. I'm telling you, church, we need to humble ourselves. What's the other one? <laughs> Commitment to helping others. Lend a helping hand. Everywhere you go, let somebody say that I met this guy and he did this for me. He did this for me. He helped me. He connected me. He did that for me. He helped me start this. He helped me do this. I mean, there are certain things that I, I, I have connections to get done. 
you come to me, I will help you. Amen, somebody. Church, let's be committed. Somebody shout, I'm committed. Say, I'm committed to my success. How many of you truly want to succeed? I need to know I'm preaching to the right people. You want to succeed in life. You want people to look at you and say, you are a success. Be committed. Be committed. If you are a student here, you should have the best result. Everywhere you are, your house should be a representation of heaven. You remember the slide that we showed? Can you find that slide uh, from Ch for China? Can you find it? If you guys still have it. I just want to show you that as we close. Just show us that slide. Show us that slide. Let me finish with that. Can you find it? Technical team. Just put that slide. You all remember I showed you a slide during conference? All right. Just find it quickly. Help me, sir. All right. Okay. Now, I asked a question. Is there anyone here who has been to China? Okay, one, two. Any other person? Three. All right. Now, if you go to China, China looks exactly like this, right? With all their signs. Now, this is not China. This is Chinatown. Where? In New York. Flip over. Look at Chinatown in London. Somebody say Chinatown where? In London. Flip over again. Where is this? Chinatown in Dubai. Does it look like Dubai? This looks like China, right? Okay. Flip over again. Is there another one? This is Johannesburg. Your own Chinatown. Now, what is God saying? God wants a representation of heaven in your environment. That's why I can under I went to preach for a man of God years ago. Oh God. My late wife couldn't eat in that place. It was so filthy. Dirty church. The smell coming out from that church can make you commit suicide. I'm in filthy church. This house should be a representation of heaven. There is excellence in heaven. Your life should be a representation of heaven. You are to bring heaven down to the earth. Everywhere you are, carve out a heaven. Your house is heaven. Everywhere you are, your office should be heaven. Your room should be heaven. Everywhere you are, this is... You see, the Chinese have taken the model that God wants Christians to do. For the kingdom of God is where? Within you. So everywhere you are, create your own heaven. How heaven is so organized. How heaven is paved with gold. Excellence in heaven. There is no rebellion in heaven. Create a heaven around you. Bring the kingdom of God where you are. Let everybody know that you serve God. You are a child of God. And everything around you just speaks of heaven. Speaks of excellence. You dress, dress excellent. You, whatever you do. I mean, Solomon had so much excellence that the Bible said that the kings of the earth were coming to seek his wisdom. 
How can we not find that around you? Somebody must enter your office and like, Kion, my son, came back from America, entered my office today. He said, whoa! Yeah, I say, welcome to heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Welcome to where? Heaven. If you enter my office and you are scattered, you'll be organized by force. Because the order in that office demands that you be in order. The other day, protocol stepped into some dirty place and came into my carpet. I said, none of you will come in here again. I I'm telling you, organize yourself. I told them, before you come into my office, dust your feet. This is an organized office. You don't come in here with your shoe that has carried dust for 17 days. Before you come in, clean your shoe at my, clean it somewhere. Say amen, somebody. No, I'm a very, man, I'm organized though. I'm very, I'm extremely, I, my, my wife is here, I'm extremely organized. Organized. In front of my wife, I make bed. Life. I'll wake up, make the bed. It's not, she makes the bed, but I mean, because I like organized environment, I will make my bed. Some of you, right now, you left for work. If we go to your room, if I have to pay you a visit now, Apostle, just wait about 10 minutes outside before you come in. No, you are not in order. That's not heaven. Say amen, church. Let's be in order. Somebody have a commitment. Are you ready to commit for, to your success? Somebody say, in the name of Jesus, I will succeed in my endeavors. In this life, I make a commitment to my success that I must succeed in this life. I will become the emblem of success in every area of my life in the name of Jesus. Did you receive the word of God tonight? Put your hands together for the Lord. Glory to God. We are committed to success. After this conference, I'm, I'm listen, and my prayer is that this morning me and my wife you know, woke up and we started prayer. Man, obviously she, I, she finished before me and I continued prayer. My prayer was, Lord, by this time next year, let everybody in this church have something to show for Excel 2023. You must have something to show. Man, your life cannot be like this in 2024 Excel. Say amen, church. No, you must have something to show. Something must change in your life. Something must change. Nobody will remain at the spot where you are now. By this time next year, you would have been promoted seven times. Say amen like you are serious. Your business will be turning over a thousand times what is turning over today. Are we together, church? No, be committed to it. Be committed. I'm thinking now every day, Lord, how do we grow this? I look at Apostle Grace's midweek service. 15,000. Lord, how can we have that in House of Treasures? What should we do? How can we achieve this? Is this possible in South Africa where people don't go to church? Yes. It is possible. Anything, anything anybody is doing anywhere is achievable anywhere. God is not a respecter of persons, neither is he a respecter of places. Say amen, church. So we have to get it.